Hey everybody, this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And today joining me is my co-host, Mr. Don Finkley Jr. Hello everyone. So we chose applause this week. We did. I was thinking about playing one of the other preset funny sounds to add some humor. <laughs> <laughs> I may do that at yeah. some point. <laughs> All right, y'all know y'all know how it goes. Drop in the handles. Um, join us or follow us, whatever you do on Facebook. I don't even know what the 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 word is, the verb is for Facebook anymore. Anyway, we are imagine me worthy dot four two two. On Insta, we are just imagine me worthy. And oh, that's it. I got a whole bunch of stuff this week because we don't have the Ask Imagine Me announcement. The giveaway is closed. Uh, Hopefully, uh, those who entered it, hopefully you enjoy your wonderful Imagine Me merch. Mm -hmm. And those of you, when you get it, take a picture and uh, tag us in it. Yeah, post it, tag us. Yep. All right. So what I'm about to say is not going to make much sense. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy flipping things on their head and making a more useful, make it more useful. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's looking at me all suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about how to make wiser decisions with emotional detachment. Ah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. I was just like, wait, I thought I read the notes to all these. (laughs) Which one is she talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So detachment is kind of a natural thing that we do to protect ourselves. It is just part of our lizard brain, the very kind of like this primal, Mm. this primal thing that we already had to protect us. I explain this to people usually in if you've ever seen the movie, um, Dr. Sleep. Mm. And Dr. Sleep is the sequel to The Shining. And in it, the older black guy, he teaches Danny basically how to lock his demons into these boxes. Mm. I view detachment kind of, you know, putting these things in these treasure chests, lock it up. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a super great idea all the time to repress your emotions. Right. But when you are having high emotions in a moment, high emotions are people who act with high emotions that typically can lead to poor decisions. Mm. And, you know, while negative emotions can be really uncomfortable, emotion de- emotional detachment actually can be effective in navigating that for the time being. Right. Now, it isn't the same as being emotionless. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Um, think it. Think of it more as um, emotional control. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I want you to consider two things. The first, it's wonderful to love your partner. It's not healthy to be so obsessed with them that you can't manage the rest of your life. Yep. That's yeah. Second thing, it's reasonable to be stressed at work. It's counterproductive to be so stressed that you cannot sleep at night. Right, right. So with that said, I hope this kind of puts you all on the same page as where I'm going. Mm-hmm. 
So too much emotion typically can blind us to fault to flaws. Uh, it can create obstacles and it can cause us to make bad decisions. Uh, here are the five benefits to emotional detachment and, you know, a, a few other uh, advantages. The first one is the obvious one, wiser decisions. You know, like I just said, being in a highly emotional state, it really compromises your ability to make decisions and wiser decisions are based in logic, mm-hmm. your values, mm-hmm. your goals, mm-hmm. and sometimes your intuition or what uh, people often refer to as their gut. Right. And we tend to ignore those things when we are in a state of high emotion. So good decisions actually require a cool head. The second advantage is less stress. So allowing and maintaining a state of emotional agitation can be stressful. Mm. I don't know if you've ever been so stressed for a long period of time, like physically, Mm -hmm. you just feel exhausted. Some people will experience like even sometimes like pain or like soreness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed that if I'm like mentally stressed, Mm -hmm. sometimes I start to feel tired. Yep. Yeah. And any of you who've ever had nights where you've just cried and you've cried so hard. I don't know about y'all, but like, it's almost like a workout. Yep. Like I'm, I'm, you feel drained. Yeah. 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 So maintaining a state of emotional agitation is very uncomfortable for your mind and body. Mm -hmm. The stress hormones that are released during stress are particularly hard on your body. And you know, that's cortisol. And it can have it can really do a number on you. Other things, um, if you are prone to chronic pain, um, if you have an autoimmune disorder, stress triggers flares. Mm. I know this. I have one. Um, and I speak with a lot of people who have that. And I've noticed in times where particularly like right now I'm nearing the end of my semester. Um, this season is particularly stressful on my clients. So this is the perfect storm for a really stressful, the perfect storm for this release of the cortisol that is kind of wreaking havoc right now. Okay. So if you are emotionally detached, you may be able to feel more relaxed. Right. The third benefit is less anger. For those of you out there who experience anger on a different level, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) And emotional detachment detachment results in less anger. Mm. You ever heard someone saying they they no longer have any Fs? Yes, absolutely. You've said this. Yes. There's a <laughs> such thing as having too many Fs. Right. I agree. Yes. Care too much. You care yep. too much. Yep. I'm um, one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That can be really impactful as well. You know what's interesting? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people to the point where when I don't care, people think there's something wrong with me. Mm. Well, I mean, they're not too far off. <laughs> it, tell me if this makes sense. If you and this is any type of relationship, whether it's a friend or anyone, if you have emotionally detached yourself from someone, you're not likely to care. Mm. Yeah. You don't care if they come home late. Right. I don't care. Right. I'm talking about just in general, you know, but yeah, that's a good example. So when you emotionally detach, it leads to fewer negative outbursts as well. So in times where I feel like I cannot do this one particular thing, oh my gosh, y'all go, I, 
Whew. Let me breathe about this. So my middle daughter came home from college and she wanted A&W. She just wanted a float, y'all. So <laughs> A root beer float. A root beer float. Yeah. And she likes the blended ones. So we go and I'm in the drive-thru and I'm asking the lady. I was like, hey, I'll take a, um, at first I was like a large blended float. And she's just like, oh, we only have mediums. Okay, I'll take a medium blended float. We only have mediums. Yeah. No, but I can't. We don't have that. We just have mediums. And I'm like, okay, what are you saying to me <laughs> that we only have mediums? I said, could you put the float in the medium cup? No, ma'am. We only have mediums. Y'all, <laughs> I just knew in my soul, my heart of hearts, that this was a test. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no, thank you. And drove off. Yes. But Sometimes you just got to be like, yep, nope, this ain't it. It's interesting. She gets tested a lot at drive throughs <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> and I was really happy that Jada and Maya were in the car so they could be a witness to yeah. this. Because like, it yeah. was just mind boggling. <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, you feel it raise. Just, nope, I'm not going to do this right now. Yeah. It, it, there was no point in getting mad over a root beer float. Mm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the drive-through things. A lot of people. I wasn't sure if she heard me. I wasn't sure if I was hearing, but when I asked for clarification and there was no clarification and she just, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm sorry, I gotta go. Well, how about a simpler one? A couple years ago when we ordered something, I was literally told when I got to the window, you didn't order that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they gave you what they wanted to give you. Yes. I remember that. And I remember they were confused when I took the food in and they were like, you don't want this? No. Well, what do you want? We want what we ordered. I would like what I ordered. (laughs) Imagine. This literally happened to us, y'all. Like they literally brought out like five or six different meals. We only ordered two. They, They brought out five or six different ones and none of them were what we ordered. Not one. Not one. And we're confused when we're like, we don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> we won't shout out the name of this place. <laughs> don't worry. They suck all over the country. I have yet to find to ever get my 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 um, order right. Right. Either lo- location. Yeah. So four, you care less about what others think of you. I, this is kind of what I brought up earlier when you have detached yourself from someone mm-hmm. that you just don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're emotionally detached from the opinions of others, you actually don't care what right. people think about you. Right. And I think the closer I got to 40, the more detached I got to conforming to what other people thought I should do or what I should look like. I just mm-hmm. didn't care anymore. Yeah. So most people are really concerned with the opinions of others, which can really limit your success. It can create fear. Mm-hmm. And when you operate from a place of fear, it's really hard to get anything done. Yes. Yeah. You just can't do it because you're yeah. constantly yeah. wondering what other people are thinking about. I used to care so much how what people thought about me. And now I'm an actor and I just... <laughs> I don't care anymore. And it helps in that profession. Yeah, but that also opens you up to even more criticism Mm -hmm. on a grander scale. I just find it interesting when people make comments about worst movie ever and the writing is horrible. And And they can't do what we do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, write a better movie. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You don't like how things are done. Do something different. Exactly. 
You know, if you don't have everybody's a critic, it is, <laughs> if you don't have the talent, the drive or the know how to do those things, it is not your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And on that note, which is a really good segue to number five, you feel less fear. Yep. And less fear results in action. You can accomplish more with less emotional fuss. Right. I, I think there's like no more to be said on that. That is just cut and dry. Mm-hmm. So here are some ways to develop the skill for emotional detachment. Now that you can kind of see where I'm coming from and how it can be- benefit you, you may wonder how you can develop this. Danny, tell me how. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so here are some strategies. The first one is notice your emotions as they rise. This causes a great deal, deal of self-reflection. Um, for me, I notice my physical processes. That's when I know my emotions are rising. And there's no good way to suddenly turn yourself into this emotionally detached person. Um, it really is a process. And the first step is to notice your emotions right when they begin. Mm. So something that I will teach or I and I implement in my own life is the felt sense approach. And what this means is just in general, um, you are going to become more in tuned to your emotions when things happen. A way to practice this is either through meditation or just, you know, thinking about or thinking about an emotion or something that triggers an emotion. Mm-hmm. So first start with something happy, like my fifth birthday party. Mm-hmm. And remember that that moment. And what are you feeling now? Think about the worst thing that ever happened. Maybe not the worst, but something that's like kind of not as bad, a little bit benign, but will make you just slightly agitated. Mine's a stalking. We talked about that. Yeah. (laughs) Don't even go there. (laughs) Another way is through meditation, a meditation process. So the second one, separate your ego from reality. Mm. Y'all, some some of (laughs) y'all, some of y'all out here, your ego is going to get you into a place where you're going to be alone because people are going to detach themselves from you. Yep. All right. Realize that just practice a little humility. And this came to me because when I was in middle school, I didn't grow up rich. I didn't, you know, far from it. Right. Same. Um, And when Payless was in business, I was rocking the pro wings. That's Mm. what my mother could afford. Yeah. But it was out of my control, the clothes that I was able to wear because I was a kid. Right. But it didn't stop other kids from zeroing in it's on true. the fact that right. I didn't have like the latest Jordans. Yep. Or Same. Whatever. Or the latest or the, the real pumps. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> it is. I'd like to do a, a survey and see what those people are now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that because that's not, you know. That's not nice. That's okay. not nice. But okay. we are. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I might go to the next high school reunion. You never know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> anyway, that bothered me so much. And I had so much resentment to my mom. Why don't you make any more money? I never said this to her because I wouldn't mm. be talking to y'all right now. But I never, <laughs> but in my head. <laughs> that one time when I was six, my mom murdered me. Oh, I love that meme. Like, these kids got it so easy these days. My mom killed me at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Jada say, man, I'm so glad I didn't live in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that just was such a hard thing for me to deal with. And I think that set the tone for when I did have money Mm. and spending my last dime to make sure I was keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. If I find a cute pair of shoes at Walmart, please believe. And then I will tell you where I got them from. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Anyway, so if someone criticizes your business plan, which this has happened to me before, even if the criticism is valid, there's no reason to be upset. Just either work on your business plan or just... That's not that person's cup of tea. That that doesn't work for them. The third one is to use logic. I know this is subjective. I just want you to (laughs) to (laughs) allow things to be based in reality. There you go. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have I, I came up with this scenario, y'all, to, to better explain my point. Imagine that you own a real estate investment company and you're located in Missouri. Now imagine that you're looking for an apartment building to invest in. You found what you think are three reasonable options. The first, a nice building in San Diego. It's by the beach and you love the beach. The second, a beautiful building in Manhattan. You're excited at the prospect of telling the world that you own such a beautiful building. Building. Mm-hmm. The last option is a run-of-the-mill building in St. Louis. You're very familiar with this building since you already own several that are similar. There are no surprises here. Which one is the solid deal? Mm. The most logical choice in this would to be would be to put a building in a space that you are familiar with, that you have a uh, a trust in the community. People know you. Um, why not choose that? Why set up in a whole whole different place? That's how you make reasonable options. It makes sense that the fact that you love the beach has nothing to do with a business. Doesn't matter. So what? I like the beach too. Right. The fact that you would be proud to own a building also has nothing to do with growing your business. The fourth, so there are many ways to ease your emotions. You can meditate. You can focus on being mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, you can simply give yourself enough time that the emotion passes. Sometimes all you need is just time. Right, right. That's all you need. Yep. And you know, we all make poor decisions. I, you know, I don't think anyone's immune from making a poor decision, especially during times of strong emotion. Mm-hmm. It's how our brain is wired. Logic typically will go out the window when we feel really good or really bad. Right. Um, and I want to emphasize it could be either way of the spectrum. If you're feeling really good, you still are. You still might be in a situation of making some poor choices, especially when relationships are new. You know how when you just fall in love with someone <laughs> and like oh, you're blind to everything, everything, yep. everything. And you let little things slide that you normally wouldn't. Yep. Detached those emotions. So emotional detachment provides the best foundation for making wise decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you need to make a decision, simply separate your emotions from the situation and rely on intellect. Yeah. I like the idea of just like taking time, Mm -hmm. giving yourself time. Mm -hmm. Don't make a decision. Sometimes you're doing yourself a favor if you don't make the decision in the moment. Because if you take time to think about it, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, that probably... If I had done that in that moment, it probably would have been the wrong decision. It definitely would have been the wrong oh, decision. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And that's what 
just about any aspect in your life. You just have to check your emotions sometimes. Mm -hmm. Check them. And that doesn't mean I want you to repress your emotions. Don't ever feel again. I'm reiterating that. Right. This is an in the moment thing. Yeah. 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 And there are times where I will verbalize this. I'm I'm feeling really emotional right now. Yes. And I think I'm going to make a bad choice. Or And then it's okay. Let me think about this. Right. It's, it. It, I've noticed you doing this a lot lately, verbalizing it. And I think that's a really good practice, you know? Yeah. I'm one of those people where I think out loud and I don't know, but somehow me processing out loud, mm-hmm. it makes it more concrete. Yeah. So it, it doesn't mean that you have to think like a robot. <laughs> uh, that's dumb. Why did I write that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> may or may not scrap that. I might keep it in for comedic effect, but that's not a really smart sentence. <laughs> anyway, it means that you aren't controlled by your, your emotional states. You'll find it easier to make smart decisions in less time with less stress. I get what you meant by the robot thing. Really? Yes. Good. Thank you. Can um, you please tell me what I meant? So what you meant was it doesn't mean be emotionless. Oh, yep. Maybe that's what I meant. I was reading like, again, my logic brain right. clicked on. Robots don't really think. They don't have emotion. Yeah. Like, this is, what? Okay, maybe I was going with that one. Right. They don't have emotion. Not that they're not sentient beings. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, wait, robots aren't sentient. Anyway, y'all, I might have wrote this in high emotion. (laughs) Well played. I like what you did there. (laughs) I'm going to be really truthful with y'all. A lot of my podcasts and blogs and things that I write, I do write when they when it just comes to me or something has happened when it's fresh yeah yeah and i yeah like oh let me get this on paper yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's good though that's not a bad practice yeah it may or may not when you say things like don't be a robot yeah but in the moment it was a gem it was it was i I might that might have been like oh i can't wait to drop this on them and i didn't fall the way i thought it would all right so let me give you an affirmation for this week My ability to conquer my challenges is limitless. My potential to succeed is infinite. All right. You are worthy. You are valued. And you are loved. Peace, fam.